Hi, welcome to the Vaguely Anime Podcast. I am one of the hosts this evening, Michael, and I have other Culture Corner host, Sage. That's me. And uh, we're going to possibly talk about just bad movies that we've seen. Yeah. Um, I feel like Cultured Corner has turned into like a bad movie recap. That or it's just like... Like, I know that's not a smooth title, but you know what I'm saying? It's, it's mostly just because like... Well, I would say both of us watch movies, but you don't really... You watch a lot of stuff randomly, but not consistently. Yeah. So I like, think that's uh, fair. Yeah. And I've just either watched or know a lot about random-ass bad movies. That's true. I feel like be, the difference is you consume a lot of content, good or bad, Yeah. on a regular basis, whereas I... Not, like. I feel like I try not to intentionally watch garbage just because I don't like wasting my time, if that makes sense. Like, I. I yeah, but if you enjoy the bad. The yeah, there is garbage that I obviously enjoy, but I don't go in. Un, unless something is so laughably bad that I have to see it with my own eyes. Right. Things that are like middle of the road bad, I'm just like, why am I going to put myself through it? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um,. So, for me, watching bad stuff is much more infrequent. Gotcha. Just because I'm not, in part, watching the same volume of content that I think you watch. Yeah, well, to be fair, my content intake uh, over the last month has been basically zero because mm-hmm. of Baldur's Gate. Because, oh, oh, that game yeah. you were telling me about. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm at the end, I think. Oh, okay. Um, well, I don't think. I, I'm, I'm fairly certain. Like, the things that are happening, it's definitely like, hey, you, you're... This is the this is the end, um, you know, um, gathering the allies, like running up while things are exploding, kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, although I will say, if 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 the all if if the endings are what they might seem to be, it's kind of a bummer. It kind of it, it, it from what I had as choices to me to get me to where I currently am right now. Um, and I've played the game as like a generally good person. Okay. Um, you know, doing, doing no villain streak type deal. Yeah. Um, it it seemed like no matter what, somebody has to get screwed over. Oh rip! Which I understand, and it, like that's like a real, like a, like a real thing. Like no, no, usually no stories have all completely happy endings right but i'm in a fantasy game and i feel like if i did well enough you should get like good across the the board there should be an option there should be a chance right you know like hell even if the chance is like you can do it but hey you're probably gonna fail and then you fail anyway like at least i had the option right but like it kind of seems like no matter what someone gets screwed and Mm. that's a bit of a bummer wait wait yeah anyway Anyway, um, so I recently watched a bad, bad, I would say middle of the road movie. Okay. Like, overall, it could have been much, much worse. I feel like the majority of it was just kind of boring. But then it had certain aspects that were objectively bad. All right. Not most things were good. Okay. Uh, The movie is called Mind Cage. It came out last year in 2022 Mm. and it randomly has John Malkovich in it. And I'm like, why does this movie have this actor? He's in a lot of random shit. He is in a lot of random shit. I'm like, 
I'm like, I guess he's just like, yeah, he's whatever, for funsies. Yeah, for he, funsies. He's just like, fuck it. I don't give a fuck. Um, and it also has Martin Lawrence in it, which is weird because I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen him in a non-comedy. Um, and hmm. I feel bad in saying that he should stick to comedy because some of the points where yeah, it was, he's in bad boys. That's true. But I isn't he? He's not like, I mean, I guess it's like a comedy action, action but like it's more, but action. it's not like a serious drama. No. And this is like a, it's, it's listed as a mystery, but it's going for that like thriller detective drama kind of thing. Yeah, but I mean, like, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that he is only like he, like he, he is, he has done semi more serious. Roles, right. I'm not least. saying he's exclusively yeah. done comedy, but I'm saying like I feel like a good portion of his career has been comedy. Is he in Tropic Thunder? I don't know. I only watched that movie when I was like ten years old, so I have oh, no memory of it. Incredible. <laughs> so good. Um, but yeah, so it was weird seeing him because he's like supposed to be this like. PTSD stricken like detective who's been like you know through the ringer and he's been um he lost his partner who his he was you know they were partners for 15 years together and then the partner died right and then you're introduced to this like his new partner who's this like young woman who I think spiritual she, successor to bad boys <laughs> she, Will Smith died <laughs> she's been um on the force I think for like five years or something and so it's that whole like, oh, I'm getting a new partner vibe kind of thing. And because I'm like grizzled and, and and like the wiser of the two, I have to treat my new partner like shit kind of a thing. And I feel like what this movie was trying to do was take elements of Seven and um, Silence of the Lambs. Right. In its broad stroke of like plot and plot devices but it didn't do either of those kinds of things nearly as well <laughs> which i did find because there's so many things where i was like this is clearly um like a one-to-one right for seven or certain scenes was like clearly this is some referencing like silence of the lambs you know right, what i yeah, mean yeah. um and it's a it's a about this serial killer who who keeps killing women and then posting their like preserved bodies in public spaces. So the first one is in a church and then the second one I think is on like a train and then there's one in a boat and then I think I think we only see 3. Maybe there's 4, I can't remember. But um John Malkovich is a prisoner. He's life in prison. And he, he's on death row. Right. And he's going to get like put in the chair or lethal injection or whatever in two weeks. That's the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. And the new female detective is like, oh, well, you know, the original serial killer, because this new one is a copycat mm-hmm. with the bodies and blah, blah, blah. We should go talk to him because he'll he can give us insight. And of course the people on like inside the police are like, No, like we don't need to do that. Like, you know, he's very dangerous and he doesn't talk to police people, blah blah blah. She's like, No, I think we should. So of course he's like talking to her and, and giving her cryptic ass messages. Right. And stuff like that. 
And she's slowly piecing it together, but not really. Um, And the movie keeps giving these like extremely ham-fisted red herring moments. Right. Like, so she has this boyfriend or husband named Dale, who is, I think, a preacher. Good old Dale. Who I think is a preacher. And they, she's not religious. So there's like tension there. But the tension never goes anywhere and it's never explained. And then Dale is like it's random. It's just permanent life tension. Yeah, but Dale but- then has one scene where he's really weird and creepy and ominous. Never explained. I don't even think we see Dale again after that one scene. Dale is just gone. She, she divorced him. I don't know. Dale, gone. Actually, the real secret is that she's the killer and she killed him. Uh, could you imagine? But so I kept being like, okay, here's like the plausible people for it to be, right? And then we get to the end of the movie and you see that it's Martin Lawrence's character. And I was like, okay, I could see how that makes sense, right? Like they kind of have like breadcrumbs throughout that it could possibly be him. But then I was like, even though that doesn't make a heck of a lot of sense. Right. Because wouldn't you want to steer like away from yourself type deal but anyway so we find out it's his character but no 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 that's not the twist the actual twist yep is that john malkovich in his youth gained a power to take over someone's mind from drawing a portrait of them and thinking about it really hard I am not joking. Okay. This is this is almost verbatim what they say in the movie. So he, every single night, lays with a portrait of Martin Lawrence in his hands to take over his body to do these extremely elaborate corpse displays. And... They can prove that how? They can't. So nobody but would believe it. Hold, please. Hold, please. So this is how it's explained, right? So, because at first, the female detective is like, wait a fucking second. Like, how are you the one doing all this shit? Like, where do you have the time? And then it starts explaining that, no, no, no. I'm just like, like Martin Lawrence's body is just a vessel. For John Malkovich to do this. Like he's not a real person? No, he is a real person. But he's not in control of his own body. So you get this explanation. And then I think he either shoots himself or she shoots him. And he dies. But then it's never explained as to like what the follow-up on that was. Like, they say... I don't know if she was just like, yeah, it was him all along, even though there was no physical evidence. You know what I mean? Or she tried to go with this crazy, elaborate story. And then the ending scene of the movie is her... Oh, no, Dale does come back. He's at the end scene. Dale is there. Okay. So it's her and Dale and some other random people we've never met before at a funeral. And at first I thought they were at Martin Lawrence's funeral, which I was like, that's kind of weird because if you're saying he's the serial killer, 
why is he getting this nice proper funeral right um but no nobody else found out i have no clue because they literally never tell you um (laughs) but apparently the funeral is for her dad who we have literally never seen before okay they just in like two very quick scenes mention that she should see her father before he dies even though they have like a strange relationship or whatever right and then at this funeral scene dale is just like i'm so glad you decided to see your dad before he passed and i'm like this is such a weird way to like give me this information right like it's so clunky and then she sees this guy sitting on a bench who works at the prison that John Malkovich is in. And she's like, oh, give me one second. So the guy who works there is being controlled by John Malkovich. Okay. And so they're sitting and talking. And she's like, oh, um, how come, you know, you drew the portrait of this prison guard to take over his mind when you could just, you know, free yourself, right? And he's like, no, 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 that's not the point. The point is that, like, nobody knows, right? So he can move, like, unambiguously around and do what he wants to do, and nobody knows it's him. And she's like, oh, what did you draw that portrait of him with? Was it a charcoal pencil? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, it seemed like a normal pencil, right? No, she point because he has this, like, uh habit of chewing like biting the ends of pencils but like down to fucking nubs so she poisoned the tip of the end of the pencil knowing he would bite into it to poison him okay and i'm just like this might be the most ridiculous shit i have ever seen in my life so he's dead he's dead because she stole like one of the like the way I guess he was so the partner so Martin Lawrence dies even yeah though you could have just killed the guy and saved Martin Lawrence well the guy was in prison he wasn't physically there right but like I don't know why I don't know why Martin Lawrence had to die it was really weird it's a horror movie people of color are never safe I, I guess but like nothing was particularly scary and, like, from the beginning, I felt like, like, I guess in, in terms of there being, like, a twist, yeah, there was definitely a twist. Because how am I meant to guess that he has that powers. he can, like, astro project his mind into other people? Right. In a movie that's never given you the reason to think there was bil- abilities. Everything else in this movie is meant to be as, like, normal and human as the real world. Right. So, th- and, and that's throughout the entire movie. So I'm expecting that those are the rules of this movie. Gotcha. And I'm like, and it's so funny too, because like earlier in the movie, they mentioned that like John Malkovich as a kid had like a head injury and that changed him. It made him a murderer. But I'm like, am I supposed to just then assume from this childhood head injury before it's explained that he would just gain powers yeah well hey goku had a childhood head injury and it made him a good person like but you know what i'm saying i'm just like i don't understand how you thought this was the move 
I would have rathered it been Dale or right. the girl, like you know, like something stupid. Yeah. In in the same kind of vein, um, the movie I kind of mentioned to you earlier, The Cell, mm-hmm. is also just like it, there's no. So the cell. The cell. Um. So. The movie is like, hey, we have set up like the, these this group of scientists or whatever have figured out a way to two thousand yeah okay. to go into the minds of um, coma patients. Okay. Um. And like the idea is to uh, wake them up, use the machine to wake them up. Go into their consciousness and be like, hey, you, consciousness version of this person, get the fuck up. Wake up. Time to wake up, buddy. Stop being lazy. You've been in a fucking bed for 20 years. Do something with your life. LOL. Um, Is Jennifer Lawrence in this? What's her name? Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, she sure is. She's the main character. That's so funny. Um, Vincent D'Onofrio. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Um, So... They they make this machine. That's what they're doing. Um, and the um, the main character, played by um, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, Jennifer Lopez. I almost said Lawrence. Um, is a child psychologist who is hired to to help them with with this. Okay. Um. So she's the one that like goes in and like tries to wake up these people. And at the same time, there is a serial killer. Um. With, like, with, like, a, like, a weird, um, mental thing. I think he has schizophrenia. I forget. He, he has a weird mental, uh, faculties. Um, you know, he's, like, he, and, um, so, they, uh, they, are trying to sorry hold on i'm mixing things up actually the reason they made this was because the person funding it has a kid that has like a weird version of schizophrenia and they're trying to help him so they're used to going into like messed up mind okay okay at the same time um but they're all coma patients yeah yeah um at the same time there is a serial killer who is has been caught but their most recent victim is they can't find them. Okay. So they're like, we need to find out how to how to do this. But the the serial killer is in like a permanent coma after the interaction with the police. Okay. So they're like, fuck, we're screwed. And luckily, the uh, group that made this machine, because they're not succeeding with helping the schizophrenia kid, uh, <laughs> 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 um, is about to get their funding pulled by the dad. And they then the police show up and are like, "We need your help. You, we need you to go in this mind of this fucking serial killer, and and find out where the the where the body where is. The, yeah, where the victim is, uh, so we can save them before they die. Oh, so they're still alive. Yeah, okay. yeah. They uh, so the like every victim I think has been like a period of time where they could have saved them, but they've never been able to figure it out or whatever. Okay, like um, a taunt thing. Yeah. Um, so they're like, you need to figure it out before she dies. And it keeps like cutting back and forth to like the, the person who I believe is a woman and they are just in a glass box that is slowly filling with water. 
And um, so they are like, hey, go into this fucking dude's mind. Find out where the person's uh, where the person's like at. Um, and it's just like it's trying to be so deep and like artsy and 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 dramatic and and the, the just the most fucking nuanced thing you've ever seen in your life and it's just not mm. because it's trying so hard to mm. be um so like she goes into his mind and there's like dolls of all of his victims everywhere and like it's all fucking artsed up and whatnot and she but like his mind's like a fucking labyrinth of like random shit and she keeps finding like a kid version of him and she's like I, I, this kid you know the kid version of him is like pure he'll be able to solve he'll be able to help me get around the mind and so like you're constantly seeing like his life and how things ended up wherever they are and whatnot like and just everything is is artsed up like the image that you showed of those people you, is just you everybody. saying artsed up yeah is very funny to me. Like, I know what you mean, but artsed up is just a funny phrase. That's right. (laughs) I feel like like it works. I I understand what you're saying. Um, Artsed up. Yeah. And... um, Do you mean artsy, by the way? Is that the word you're going for? I meant artsy, but I I wanted to change the word. Okay, that's fair. So I went with artsed up. Okay. (laughs) Artsed up. Sue me. No, actually, trademark. You Trademark art stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, and like, everybody's wearing these fucking in stupidly elaborate costumes. Yeah, I just and, looked at some of the pictures. Yeah, and, like, and every background and foreground is just fucking weird. And then, like, then there's, like, the other things where it's, like, um, where, like, they, they show you this and you could just imagine on the screen being, like, like, ask me what it means. Ask me what it means. And that's a joke from a uh, nostalgia critic. I won't take credit for that. But but it's true. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it it's just like these scenes are here for nothing else than for the director to fucking stroke his own ego. Right. Like how, how meaningful and deep this is. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a scene where there's a horse just, just chilling. And then a bunch of glass, like pains i guess drop down onto it and then they all separate and so then it's just the horse with all of the innards still beating and living but separated apart so you can see all of it Ugh. and like it's not even like it's gruesome okay like, like it's not like it, the glass thing goes into it and like blood splatters everywhere or like everything's just still pristine okay so like it's just like that's the whole movie you know, where it's like Is this it like exists for no deep? reason. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But like trying to be real deep. Right. No, no, no. I, but I feel like fake deep is trying to be real deep. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, it is trying to be the, the deepest, artsiest thing it can be. Mm-hmm. And and not at all succeeding in any level mm-hmm. on any of it. And um, the, the, the um, Jennifer Lopez is... Um, it's like getting closer with the kid version and like is becoming really sympathetic and trying to like solve this kid. She's trying to fix the kid. Yeah, She's it's trying a to fix late. him, you know? Right. She, 
She, so is she, is she in the? She can fix him, you know. She could do it. She, <laughs> she can. Is she in the um, serial killer's mind the whole movie? It, I think so. Like when she first goes in, like she's not coming in and out, kind of a thing. I mean, like giving updates. I I don't think so. I think they could talk to her. So she's still yeah conscious. No, 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 no. I think they can like reach in and talk to her and she can talk to them because of, I like, thought they the had to be in a coma or some shit no, no no the people that they are trying to help are in comas they don't need to be in a coma no, no, no. though They're they just, just happen to be coma it's patients. like it's like the matrix like but oh. like for the people that aren't in comas okay like, they get on this machine and it fucking like it or like i mean you never played assassin's creed no so like it's like the matrix they fucking get on this machine that just like beams them into their head okay okay i understand i i was picturing that to facilitate the going into the mind that you the prerequisite is is, is that you're in a coma flatliners they don't have to (laughs) fucking try to kill themselves to do this um you have to start off in a coma or else it doesn't work yeah fun fact about flatliners uh, i saw the the remake of it the one that had um elliot page i think it's the last movie that elliot page did before coming out or transitioning I, they might have already been. Co- they might well, have already. Came I feel out. like I know what you're talking about, but let me just look at it. Not real a good quick. movie. But boy, when I remember seeing that movie and still going, yeah, they're hot. Oh yeah, I know. I I never watched it's a bad it. Movie. It's not good. Um, probably, it came out during that period of time where I was just seeing everything in theaters. Yeah, I remember seeing trailers for it, and you know when you can, and you know, I mostly went to go see it. For Elliot Page. I, I feel bad whenever I judge movies based off trailers mm-hmm. because... Some of them are fair. That movie, you could look at that trailer and go, this is going to be bad. Right. But like, you <laughs> know, I, I think a lot of times, especially nowadays, trailers do a really bad job selling movies. Oh, they sure do. Um, So I always feel bad judging something based off of a trailer. But I think if a trailer can't even make a bad movie look good... You know what I mean? But, the, but, but trailers make ba- a good movie seem bad. That's also true. But but you know what I'm saying? Like trailers, in theory, are supposed to. There's like a whole compilation of uh, great movies, bad trailers. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> like, but in theory, trailers are supposed to make the movie look good. Right. Get your butt in the seat. Like intrigue you, make you want to like see the story through. Whatever. Yeah. You know, Flatliners was always going to be bad. <laughs> I went to go see it for Elliot Page. Gotcha. Um, because I always found them really hot. So That's right. I was like, yeah, they're in this. Sure. Um, and I hadn't seen them in something in like forever. So I was like, oh, I'll go. Why not? Yeah, and why I'm already not? seeing everything else anyway. Uh, it wasn't a good movie. Um, Rip. But uh, I think it's the last thing they did before either Is transition Nita or Dobrev in that movie? I think I think she is. Hold, please. Keep talking about what you're talking um, about. So anyway, Flatliners, not great. But um, if you like Elliot Page, still hot. She is in that movie. Um, and, but anyway, um, no. So they don't have to go into a coma to go into the thing. Okay, okay. And I'm pretty sure she's not like constantly jumping in and out. I think she might get in and out just because like it's been like a day or whatever. And they're like, hey, you got to take a We need updates. But... I think for the most part, it's like she's in it, and then it's cutting out to people trying to 
figure out what's going on. Right. The location yeah, of yeah. the the last victim. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen this movie. Mostly the only things that stick with you are not the story. It's just the visuals. Because the visuals are nice. But they are nice in a way that is absolutely trying to be overly dramatic and meaningful without it being that. Mm. But, like, at least the visuals stick to you. Right. So, like, because they're just, they're so striking. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, that's something, I guess. I feel like Mind Cage was like that, where the visuals of, like, the displayed corpses, because, like, oh, by the way, the serial killer was called The Artist, right? Right. Um, because um, he would display his victims in like really ornate and like um, uh, elaborate kind of costumes and things and accessories. And so when they have the copycat, they think it's a copycat because it's a lot of similar uh, references to uh, periods of art and references to certain, you know, like religious um imagery and things like that so they're like oh so it's a copycat but it's a really good copycat you know what i mean the story of mind cage is really not that good and like i said the ending is just completely fucking bonkers like just so off the rails from what the movie was setting up but the visuals of the corpses on display are really good like whoever did the costume design and like the concept art I don't know why they felt they needed to go so hard for this movie mm-hmm. because I don't think this movie warranted it, but I'm not complaining. Like, I think it definitely boosts up the quality of the movie with just how nice and I think well thought out the visuals were, but only for the corpses. Everything else looked bland and boring and it has that terrible like blue gray color filter on top of everything. Right. Um, so only the corpses look good. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess that works. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, so the, the ending of this movie, it's really stupid. So, um, she is like, all right, I need to save young, innocent child version of, of this serial killer. This will solve him. This will fix him. And then we can be together. That's not actually what it is, but just making a joke about the I understand. Thing, yeah? I understand. So anyway, um, so she like is like, I need to f- save this kid and everybody, all the colleagues are like, you're a fucking moron. Right. That's that. That's it's not going to do anything. Right. Um, so she locks them out of the room, activates the machine, but we're in a reverse and brings him into her mind. To, like, save the kid. And the kid's like, yeah, this is nice and all, but, like, it's not going to do anything. And then he turns into the older version. And then the older version's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Like, I'm evil. Um, Like, my dad hurt me. So so I'm I'm evil. Um, And... And so... but, But this time, it's in her mind. So she can control it. So she... Starts, like, beating the shit out of him and basically beats him to a fucking bloody pulp and then pales him with a sword. And then, shocking, In it turns out the that mind? it's... Yeah. Uh, shockingly, it turns out that what she's doing to the adult version is also har- harming the innocent kid version. 
who would have thunk they're the same person? I was going to say. Um, and she's like, oh, God, what have I done? And and the, the evil, like the adult version's like, you remember that story that I told you about me killing something to stop my dad from beating the shit out of it? Well, now it's your turn to do that as a mercy. <laughs> and she's like, okay. So she picks up the young kid version. And walks in, yeah, into like the in the mental landscape, walks over to like water and drowns the kid. And so, um, you know they they die, the the the, the evil fucking fucked up dude dies. Um, and IRL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any damage you take inside the mind uh, it hurts you. Okay. Um, and so in the aftermath, I'm pretty sure they figure out where the fucking person is. They get them out. Um, and, uh, Jennifer Lopez has now gotten approval to do this for the kid with schizophrenia to bring him into her mind to like solve his problems because going into the, their minds doesn't work, but her mind's a paradise because she's perfect. So, uh, she can help people. So, uh, the movie ends with like her looking like, I believe, like a fucking goddess, like white gown, like fucking giant ass crown and shit, and like in, in glowing background, inviting uh, schizophrenia kid into her mind to like fix him. Oh, I wish the ending was like her turning into a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, he walks into the mine and she stabs him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll solve your problems, kid. They'll never know. <laughs> I mean, they will. But... Uh, I was going to say, I think they would figure that out pretty quick. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah. That's that's that movie. Gotcha. And it is totally worth watching. It is horrendous. Um, but, like, the visuals are nice. I guess that's fair. So. I mean, sometimes I will watch movies, like, strictly because... Even if it's, like, stupid, if it looks nice. I feel like looking nice actually helps to get through dog shit. Well, it's like anime, too. Yeah. If, if it looks nice, you can watch pretty bad anime. Like, anime that is bad and looks bad at the same time, I feel like is a way bigger... Yeah, like, welcome to the NHK. Hey. I am a welcome to the NHK bad. defender. Yeah, you shouldn't be. I will die on this hill. You shouldn't. It does not look great, but I can't fault it because it was the early 2000s. Nah, it doesn't mean anything. Okay. The Cowboy Bebop was in the 90s. Okay, but Cowboy Bebop is the exception, not the rule. But it's also a bad story, so it doesn't matter. It's boring as fuck. I liked Welcome to the NHK. Everybody else is just a hater. I mean, I am boring. It's just so uninteresting and bland and boring and blah. I liked it. (laughs) Ugh. Um, Which... um, no, go ahead. No, sorry. I was going to say, um, yeah, like visuals, I think, really help to, especially like because TV and film is such a visual heavy medium. Right. If it looks terrible, mm-hmm. like all. No matter how good the story is, a part of it will never be as good as it could be. Does that make sense? Yeah. My, what I was, my statement was going to be half incorrect i was gonna say like all Zack snyder films but they don't look bad the coloring makes them look bad 
Zack Snyder, he does like a lot. Everything's grayscale. I was going to say he does like a lot of like gray muted kind of tones, which I don't. It doesn't look bad cinematography wise. It looks bad because the color saps everything out of it. Which I don't understand why, because let's say in in terms of like um, Star Wars or like superhero movies, like DC movies Mm -hmm. that he's done. I just He's never done Star Wars. Who did uh, Last Jedi? Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. Why do I think it was Zack Those Snyder? two are nothing sorry, like sorry, each other. Sorry, 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 sorry. In my brain, for some reason, I thought it was Zack Snyder. Um, anyway. That would have been a wildly different movie. Right. Zack anyway. But yeah, so for like DC movies, I just don't understand why. Like you ever see 300? Yeah. Yeah, he's done that. Right. Watchmen. Yes. I just don't understand with things like that. He chooses to go for this almost grayscale color palette. It's just like when superheroes are supposed to be very colorful, and comics are so vibrant because everything when in a comic you want things to leap off the page. Which reminds me of the Marvels, the new movie that's coming out. Mm-hmm. In the trailers, they show off Captain Marvel's new suit or whatever. Right. I don't know if you've seen it. I feel like I saw a trailer, but I don't like super remember it. If you want to pull it up real I'll quick. I'll pull it up um, on my phone. Just because um, it's, it's one of those things where like it's it's a fine looking suit. Right. But it's just muted colors. This it's is muted um, reds and, Brie Larson's yeah, one? Okay. Uh-huh. It's like muted br- uh, red, blue, and gold. And maybe there's a reason for it in the story. Who fucking knows? But... Just make it brighter, and it would look great. <laughs> like, which is funny because they had her suit brighter. Yeah, in the in the in, in every other version, her suit's been bright, and um, like it's it's like uh, with Deadpool, like when they showed off the new co- new costume, and everyone was like, "This is fucking perfect," because they went from already a good costume to just making it very red, and everyone's right. like, "Fuck yes." Um, but I think that's the thing with comics. Like, there's no need to do this. It was oh, no it's more realistic and serious because I I think you can have like '90s or 2000s X Men. Yeah, like you can make them look however you want them to look if the story can carry the weight of those characters. Yeah, right. I don't think they need to look like First Class, right? Um. Just because you mentioned X Men, they're wearing the blue and yellow onesies essentially, and they yeah. they are look silly. But, but it's great. First Class is such a good movie with such good characters that you're not thinking that they look ridiculous. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Whereas in uh, X Men one through three, where they have like the black with the like piping of the each color coded, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, why are y'all wearing fucking leather suit, like fucking leather bodysuits? Or Kitty Pride has a bla- uh, black leather with the pink. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, hmm, all right. I was like, what is going on? You yeah. know, it just doesn't look, it doesn't make sense. But also, why are they all in black? Yeah, like you lose any personality. Two thousands. Everything has to be edgy and leather. So do you do you see the? Yeah, I see what you're talking about. I'm just letting it play just so I can get quick visuals here. Um, I thought you were just gonna look up an image of it, um, but yeah, it's just it's just muted. Like if if it was just brighter, maybe they did that because Kamala's is super vibrant. But and they should all just be vibrant. I mean, you're right. Also, my 
I'm not going to get started on her power still being the fucking stupidest thing on the planet. But. Yeah, and I think it looks like... Um, what's, what's her name? Marie Rambo? I feel like Marie is not no, right. No, it's not. And But now that you've said it... I know. I'm so sorry. I know her name is not Marie. I feel terrible that I'm like this. Um, now that you've said it, I can't think of Now you it can't is. think of any other name but Marie. And I know that's incorrect. Uh, I apologize for being the person that does this. I also... Okay, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So here it is. So they have... Not Marie. Fuck. <laughs> Her suit is a high contrast black and white suit. Which I actually really like. Monica. Monica. I knew it was something with an M. Thank you. So you have Monica's suit. Black and white. I actually like how her suit looks. Um, I kind of wish she also got like the giant star chest piece. Um, Because she just gets kind of like a little like tulip moment thing Mm -hmm. here. Which is fine. But um, and then you have Brie Larson who has the almost burgundy red and navy with the um, more muted gold star. Like... Everyone else is so vibrant except her. And actually, okay, so I was looking at it like this, right? Hmm. It, it's weird because even with Monica, the white is so bright. Right. It really pops. And then she almost looks like she's f- photoshopped into the frame. Yeah. Don't, don't, doesn't it seem like that? Because Kamala's, she has the super bright, almost white gold armor patch thing. Mm-hmm. the super, super bright blue and then red accents. That's why I'm hoping like maybe this is just like it's a it's not actually her new suit and it's just something she's wearing for some specific like mission or whatever. Maybe. I'm hoping. Because l- let me let me just pull up her OG suit because I don't I don't know why they would change it. Um, Miss Marvel. I mean, like even in the. Um, the. Um, like promo things uh. they have her in like a like this one which is closer to what she wore in the first movie yeah but if you see it in the first movie you see how that gold really stands out mm-hmm. and it's not like she's wearing neon color scheme yeah you know it's just not quite as Dark, and you know what's the difference, I think? If you pull up the um, 23 images, I think the difference is she's wearing more blue in the first one. Right. And the blue is not quite so dark. It's closer. I think this is like more like um, Captain America kind of blue. Mm-hmm. And the red, while it's not all one tone either, like look at the gloves and the belt. Right. Is a brighter red. Yeah. So it kind of offsets it. And she has the super, super bright gold accents throughout. Whereas even in the newer one, the giant, hu- <laughs> too big, in my opinion, star. Well, it is it's it's it is a comic. It's the, right. It's, it's one of the comic costumes. It was like the original comic costume. Right. I just think in, in terms in uh, terms of modern styling, because that's obviously what they're going for. Right. Uh, it's too large. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I is uh, not as bright gold. Yeah, I don't have very high hopes for that movie. I, I I'm gonna be honest. I 
have no expectations, so when I watch it, I don't feel like I can be disappointed. For the most part, now does that make sense? Like now, I just go into every movie like, "Hey, just entertain me." Yeah, I just want to have fun. Yeah, that's the bar. Not a very high bar. A lot of things I can find fun, which like is why a lot of the recent movies, even though a lot of people think they're really bad, I've still like given them like fours out of five because like I'd be like, I could rewatch this. It's fun enough. Like it's like. So that's why I'm like I need to maybe rework my um, like internal justification. How you like just because like Thor, uh, Love and Thunder, I don't like a lot of what goes on, but it's but it's still like I could watch it and be like this is a fun movie. I watch Thor, Love and Thunder, and I feel like I don't need to watch it again. Whereas when I watch Quantumanium, yeah. I feel like I could watch Quantumanium again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas after I watched Thor Love and Thunder... People really hate Quantumanium. I, I know. Why? I don't know. I thought it was fun. I, 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 I I've seen a fun. lot of like hate, especially when it first came out, people like hating on it. And I'm just like... I it, it's just a fun movie. Yeah. You know, I think... I had fun with it. I think coming in... in this is still phase four, yes? No, we're in phase five. We started phase five now. Ant-Man, uh, Quantumania was the last movie For in phase, phase four. four, I think. Okay, because what or it I, was the start of phase five? One of those two. Okay, so either right on that edge of phase four, entering phase five, I think once you have something like the, uh, you know, massive scale story that was Infinity War into Endgame. I think it's okay to have this much smaller scale story in Quantumanium, mm-hmm. right? And I and I don't know what people were upset about because it was just a fun movie. I thought the way they had the shrinking technology was fun and the use of it. And what's the daughter's name? Katie? Mm-hmm. Katie. Uh, although Cassie. Cassie, thank you. How come they recast her from Endgame? Just because? Yeah, I think I think it's just because. Oh, yeah, but the recast, um I I thought the girl that they had now, I thought she was really good in the role. Um I uh, I I I do quite like um Okay, it's the start of Phase 5. Quantumanium? Yeah. Gotcha. I just felt like overall it was a really fun movie. It was super like visually appealing. Yeah. There was a lot going on. I, I thought they did a good job overall. Um, also, the new girl, uh, Catherine Newton. I, I quite like her. She's in um, in uh, Supernatural. Oh, really? Yeah. she uh, She's... I forget. Have you watched any of Supernatural? Nope. Okay. So, she's like... She's Is Supernatural like, still going? No. Oh, my um, God. She's... Uh, it ended last year. Two years ago? One of those two. It just ended? Oh, uh, yeah. How long was it on air for? Three like years 20 ago? years? Something like that, yeah. At 15 seasons. Um, but uh, she was like, not a reoccurring character, but showed up every now and then kind of character. Um, I'm looking it up. Hold the fucking door. Uh, Be- Supernatural ended in 2020. What? 
What? I feel like Supernatural has been on. And nobody liked the ending. The entire time I have been alive on this earth, mm-hmm. this show has been on. Yeah. Nobody liked the ending. Was it the same guys the yep. whole time? Yeah. What? It's and it started, it started in, in 2005. Yeah. So it went on for 15 years. That's too long. Season a year. It started when the WB still existed. Mm-hmm. So you want do you want to hear about the ending and why people didn't like it? Sure, sure. Okay, all right, so. I have like no attachment or like so, connection right, to Supernatural. So, so imagine you're watching the show from fucking beginning to end. You're right? watching the show for your entire fucking life. Yeah, yeah. And you watch them go from trying to kill one devil to fighting literal God. God's the final boss. Um, okay. Uh, first, it's his sister, who's uh, the darkness, because the light and dark. Okay. Um, and then uh, then they, they solve that problem. Then God starts getting a fucking, like, superiority complex. Um, and so they're like, all right, we got to deal with you. Um, and then they're like, they have like a new, like uh, another person that can replace him, basically. Not important for why this is a bad ending. So anyway, they finally win. They defeat God. Uh, they, 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 they put, they, they had the person that could replace him. They take over. The person's good. They basically like helped like raise the kid. They like it started as a kid and, you know, grew up. Um, so started like, um, it, cause it, special thing. They grew up fast. Um, and, um, so they help that. So they like they know that that's going to be a good person that's going to run the universe, whatever. Um, so the kid is becoming God. Is God now? He oh, is, oh, they oh, succeed. Oh, okay, they, oh, okay, he is God. Okay. He takes over as God. Um, and so like they're like, hey, let's go on like like a regular ass fucking hunt. Let's go fight some vampires. And while fighting the vampires, uh, one of them like shoves. You don't know the brothers' names, do you? One is Dean. Yeah, they shoves Dean. Which one's Dean? The tall one with long hair? No, that's Sam. Okay, so Dean's short, one short hair. Yeah, yeah. Um, short. He's still like six two. Short compared to <laughs> yeah. Sam. Um, he gets like shoved by one of the vampires. They're in a barn, and he gets pushed into a um into a post that has a nail in it and it impales him. And. Sam kills that vampire, runs over, is like, don't worry, we can we can figure it out, we can figure it out. And he's like, nah, man, like, it, it's over. It's been 15 years, yeah, just let me go. He's like, <laughs> it's like, all right, it's, it's, it's over. Um, you know, it, it's, it's fine. Like, go on without me. Go live a life. Like, whatever. And so he just dies. And then it goes to him in heaven and, like... Dean? Yeah. And he's just like driving his car around heaven like because the 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 new version of heaven like there's no wall so everybody gets to the before heaven was like you live in your own paradise you you don't you can't interact with other people like but if you if you're you're by yourself if your paradise was with say like one of the characters bobby his paradise was living a memory of him sam and dean so it's the three of them but like it's not actually them i understand but yeah so but like he couldn't like actually be like i want to go see my friend or my my ex-wife or whatever right you know like you're just you're there um that sounds like hell so um new version of heaven all the walls were torn down like now it's basically like everyone can go and you can interact yeah yeah 
So Dean gets in his car, drives through heaven, and as he's driving, it's like flashing back to Sam living his life, getting married, having a kid, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then Dean's like, hey, Sam, I've been waiting a long time. Basically, because Sam <laughs> dies. Uh, which, by the way, in really, really awful, old, like, aged-up makeup, <laughs> um, Sam then dies. They, like, greet each other, and then they just go I off and drive I said that as end. a joke. Basically is what happens. And, um, and then they, like, drive off into uh, the sunset or whatever of heaven. And everybody was like, this fucking sucks. Why does Dean just get screwed over? Like, with 15 years, and it's just like, anyway, fuck you, you're dead. Like, and I get it. I get the right, the point behind it, that he dies to something so inconsequential as vampires that they have hunted hundred times over the entire show. Like, I get the point behind it, but, but it just it... feels like you're undercutting everything, and it just feels like you're, you're just But it feels... Over. Okay, so as somebody who has obviously no attachment to these characters or this story, right. from what you've described, it feels stupid that he dies... In this like low level mission, after they went up against Capital G God, right? Like, wouldn't it make more sense to kill him off in that fight? But like, I get like, I, as like in a writing standpoint, I could understand them being like, no, they they succeed, and then of course the thing that kills him is just something that they've done a hundred times. It's something stupid. Yeah, like I get it, but it it's it's stupid. Like, I, like realistically. <sighs> Yeah, you could have also had him die during the fight with God, but like I feel like that also would be kind of eh. Like you just kind of, after all this time, want them to just fucking live, you know? Like you've been watching them for fifteen years at this point. Like they've they de- they defeated God, helped the world. They both should be able to fucking walk off into the sunset. So, so the two guys, Sam and Dean, they've been played by the same guys yes. the whole time. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's really impressive. Every uh, uh every single person though that was like stayed as a main character was that even their mom and and dad like the mom hadn't shown up since the first episode and uh they wanted to bring her character back for like you know an arc for whatever and she came back and did it um jeffrey dean morgan's their dad he would show up every now and then when they wanted his character to show up that's like i i like that a lot like i remember um they didn't as far as i'm aware they never recasted anybody except for characters where them being recasts makes sense because it'd be like a demon possessing a new host. Mm, okay. So okay. like they, uh, a de- every now and then the demon would show up as somebody else. Um, but as far as I'm aware, they've never like recasted a major character. Wow. That's honestly impressive. 15 years. Yeah. That's like, cause, uh, what, what's the one show that's going on forever? Uh, Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like they must have had like a million cast members. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying, or uh, like uh, what's the one show C- CSI or uh, there's a bunch of them. Which one? The, the, what's the one? Spe- like um, SVU. Okay. No, Law and Order. That's the okay. word. Oh my god, I got there. Um, like Law and Order, which has been on forever. Yeah. Since television was invented. Um, <laughs> that's what it feels like. Right. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But Law and Order, like I feel like they must have had like a million and one people on that show yeah i don't i i'm pretty sure that any major character has not been recast but you that i can think of so you'd never watch the vampire diaries right no okay so the vampire diaries was also on the cw and i think it had eight or seven seasons but the main lead character 
uh, played by Nina Dobrev. She didn't want to come back after season six. And they had two more seasons to film. Okay. So they were like, how do we write her out of the show? But leave it ambiguous enough that if if she decides she wants to come back, we can get her back, right? Mm-hmm. So, so the way they decided to write her in the show was to put her in a magical coma mm-hmm. that couldn't be undone because there's one character named Bonnie who's a witch that Bonnie can't undo in any way, no matter what she tries. There's no loopholes, okay? Right. The only way that Elena slash Nina Dobrev will come out of her magical coma is when Bonnie dies. Okay. When I tell you, they the last episode of this show, Elena wakes up from the coma and Bonnie is still alive. And Elena goes, wow, how did you do it? And this is verbatim. I think I finally figured out this witch thing. That's the entire explanation. Nice. For how she gets her out of the coma. Nice. When it was explicitly told, there is no loophole. You either die and she comes out of it or you stay alive and she's asleep. Right. <laughs> sure. I'm like, what the actual fuck? Yeah. Uh, and I, I looked it up. Uh, the o- they, There was three characters listed as being recast, of which two of them were demons and their bodies were just said to be destroyed. Mm. So, And one of them was a... Uh, like a side character's mother that shows up like three times. Who was that guy in the trench coat? That's Misha Col- uh, Misha, not Collins. Yeah, wait, Misha Collins? Oh, fuck. Uh, but that's uh, that's Cassiel. I just remember on like the Tumblr heyday, there would be a lot of like supernatural yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I didn't obviously watch Supernatural, but there would always be stuff and it was always that guy in the trench coat. Yeah, um... They really wanted him and Dean to be gay for each other. I see. And they, like, kind of said that they were. They the show or they the, the fans? fans? And uh, they, like, kind of said that they were, but then, like, kind of didn't really commit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I missed a lot of the last season. I'm going to watch it at some point. But, uh, like, I what from what I heard was that the people were, like, freaking out that they did do it, but then they, like, didn't. So they so, didn't like commit. I guess. Mm. I'm not I'm not super certain. Um but it also uh I also saw that people were reading into it more than there actually was, so I'm not I'm not really sure. Gotcha, gotcha, um, gotcha. But yeah, uh so every major character stayed the same. Wow. Um no Honestly matter, that is impressive. For yeah. fifteen years for one show, like damn. Yeah, um and the fact that they were on air for that long too. Yeah, like, even characters where, like, they could have used a different body, they, right. like, didn't. Like, the person that plays Lucifer, like, he, he gets fucking destroyed, like, so many times, and they just keep asking the same dude to come back anytime he needs to show up. That's funny. Like, so, and, like, but, yeah, so it, it's always um, it's always been the same people. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. Well, we can end it there, I guess. Yeah, sure. Alright, well, uh, hey, thanks for watching this week's episode of the Vaguely Anime Podcast. Uh, you have two weeks to watch Anohana um, and hopefully find out if Kat is just forever wrong or not. <laughs> if she has a soul or not. Yeah, if she has good taste or doesn't. Um, and uh, so don't forget to check out her at Kat Moonstar on Twitch. Uh, don't forget <laughs> to like, comment, subscribe, leave a review, like, follow, uh, check us out. Um, 
every Monday. I don't know where I was going with that. I didn't mean to say check us out, but hey, check us out every Monday. Um, and uh, we will see you guys next week for whatever we talk about. Yeah, bye. 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 <laughs>